0: You could have heard this episode 48 hours early on our Patreon, patreon.com IndieHeadsPodcast. By joining us for as low as $1 a month, you'll receive episodes early and gain access to our Discord server. All of our upcoming episodes, you'll put on our Patreon 48 hours so it hits our public podcast feeds. But if you're hearing this via our Patreon feed, we thank you so much for your support. We especially want to thank our Real Ones patrons, including Beckett Tien, Georgia Bukowski, James Boss, Holiday Kirk, Marcy Anime, Chance Holdup, Delaney Mothman, Josiah Duncan, Jenna, Matt Cameron, Grant in the Back of My Dracula, Pablo Escobar's Hippos, Jackson Crist, Jeremy Bull, Last Man on Earth 01, JP, Matthew Taylor, Breen Hare, Drew Wharton, I Like Books, Sarah Moore, Max Kaposinski, Mark Berry, Cal50, The PP Pee Poo Poo Fairy, Chris Wade, May West Maxwell, Kevin John, Jake Wald, Keep Autism Weird, Rob Marino, Max, Dylan, Zach, Gavin Forany Freak, and Maze Farms. To become a real one, consider supporting us for $5 a month on Patreon where we'll see you a bonus episode every month and get a shout out at the top of the pod. Anyways, though, enjoy the episode. Everybody and welcome back to the Indie Eds Podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Monroe, here with Jackie, Max, and very special guests, Jay, aka Listen Up Nerds. Jay, welcome back to the pod.
1: Howdy. Thanks for having me.
0: And Jackie, uh what, you're the reason we're here tonight. What's going on?
2: Well, I, I had the idea of doing a topical episode, but of course, given our topic, uh, it kind of feels like that topic has already died in the like week and a half since we planned this episode. We're not really died, but more just sort of reaches expiration date. I'm, of course, talking about the viral planet of the base, uh, Eurodance, uh, TikTok-turned-Twitter-turned-YouTube-viral sensation, which we don't have to um, listen to. I think people are either like... I, I actually... The the feedback to it was pretty positive for the first day and people were like, wow, I can't believe we found a video that we actually all think is funny and like. And very, very, very quickly um, that was put to the test, essentially. I mean... I, I think on one hand, the people that are like sincerely disappointed by like the studio song to me, it's like being disappointed that like the find your kids, find your wife guy didn't become a real musician. Like, uh <laughs> like it's, it's, it's kind it should it should have been obvious what like the end point of this story was going to be. But assume in case you lived under a rock, there was a, a parody of Eurodance and it was like captioned every Eurodance song in the nineties. And people laughed at the way that they captured the sort of uh hi y'all shamir oh hey Ignore friend, that. friend of the podcast Shamir. shamir appearing sorry, on again, TikTok.
0: T- again tiktok did not want to play the video yeah that it's I'm, being i'm, I'm it's, clicking on it's
2: being uh it just wants me weird. to go on tiktok it's really, itself it's which is really fine not, I, I'm like, not uh wanting you to listen to planet of the Put your hands up in-
0: Yes, you do kind of get it just on the sound alone, but you You've do definitely it. need some of the visual component.
2: The vi- yeah. I mean, the original video was a lot of what sold it, uh, like the dance moves that the guy is doing and all of that. But like, I think the um, the reason why I wanted this episode is obviously that like this is a topic of interest to me, and it felt related to like all of the kind of dance music themed episodes that i've sort of brought to the podcast because it's like a whole universe of guys i feel like sometimes i'm exposing the rest of you too and i've been very happy to see how some of these have taken off um and so i put together a playlist that was like more of a comprehensive just like people that wanted to get in the vibes but then very quickly i was like all right let me put together the essential songs that we have to talk about and And turn it into a little episode. and I think this is gonna be a really fun episode. I'm excited to talk about these songs with you all,
0: yeah. I mean, eurodance is just in general it's 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 a it's a genre that is like the most what one, one of the most age genres ever. like it's so crystallized in its era. like there's just there's no way to like, yeah, you can try your best to update it and modernize it, but like, no matter what if you got the hallmarks it's just gonna sound like the 90s like there's just no way but
2: it has that but that's that's, the charm charm. arc because of that where like it aged so drastically that like it became a black hole that like caved in on itself and then that's how you get Sophie which we'll like get to but yes (laughs) um like it, it is fascinating it is also like ground zero of dance music uh, appropriation and like the beginning of the Western conception of dance music as being a thing that comes from Sweden, Norway and Germany first and foremost, mm-hmm. as opposed to being, and we've talked about that on uh former episodes of this podcast, like club songs to song and fuck you. But today we are dealing with uh Another culture I know well, due to my uh, Italian, German, Dutch ancestry, <laughs> the fucking Europeans. Uh, we're yeah. getting into this episode. We are we are going to understand the European mind to the best that we that we can. Um, maybe we, yes. uh,
3: maybe we can't rank the religions, but maybe we can rank the regions of Europe. after.
2: I think we can rank the European <laughs> countries on the continent. Yeah. I think that's definitely uh, doable. We're definitely not going to cause any conflict. I'm just thinking right now. I don't know if you saw the headline today about I believe it was the Killers getting in trouble for they were like yes uh, they were in a, a Eastern European country. I forget which one. They're in they, Georgia. They're, they're, they were, they're in yeah. Georgia. They were in Georgia, and they were uh, they, they brought some fan up on stage, and it turned out to be a Russian guy that was like an a a refugee of the Russia situation. But like obviously people that are being invaded by russia aren't like super stoked about russian refugees so like it immediately became very contentious and then the killers tried to do a very bono-esque that's your brother man <laughs> uh uh sort of sort of approach to it um very sean penn-esque <laughs> approach it just, to international play relations anymore. yeah no definitely not it just doesn't play uh, That's has been uh, which what i
3: better mind. developments in the nba recently they're just a lot of players from like eastern europe um that have come over to the league recently and so like you get to learn a lot about like the uh, eastern europe politics and like all the geopolitical conflicts because of just players that players that are on different teams
2: it's true yes we we, we yeah. all learned about the balkan state via uh basketball um but let's 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 get into uh i don't I actually don't know where this first I, this is the other funny thing is like this is true for a lot of dance music but like i do try to like as a general rule as you can probably tell about me like i like knowing about context and history there were a lot of these songs i had like the, the disposability and the anonymity is kind of the point with this music like I think yeah. A lot of people made the joke about how the first follow-up video the guy did, he replaced the woman, and a lot of people were really mad about it. But also, it was like that's kind of like doing the exact same song, not changing it all, but replacing the woman is a very Eurodance in spirit thing to do. And I think, and also just the
0: videos themselves, like again, they would have yeah. the people that weren't actually singing the songs singing we, we the songs in the video. Exactly.
2: Yeah. There's, we'll there's, there's a lot of that. But anyways, let's but, listen to our first song, which is All Around the World by A Touch of Class. There are so many songs in this episode that just use almost identical arpeggio synth riffs. Like, I, I describe the zone generally as what we'll call the uh, Hathaway, uh, what is love zone. Like any riff that enters the like, whenever it feels like it's just kind of ping ponging back and forth like that, so many yeah. of these tracks are just built around that kind of a loop because it can just keep going and going and going and going. Yeah, it's it's hard to um, talk yeah. a lot about each one of these songs because it's like we've heard twenty seconds and and guess what? It's going to be mostly this the whole time. But like yeah. just like we talked about in the club songs episode, it's like. One, most of the time, these are going to be mixed in a way, but also, like, some of these songs I do genuinely, and we'll get to, like, the the very best of them. I don't think this is, like, one of the absolute best. It feels very, like, prototypical. I kind of feel like this is, like, one of the most archetypal Eurodance songs I can think of, but, like... There are some of these that just do feel like, oh, I could just listen to this forever. Like it's just enough of a pop melody and just enough dance and just enough minimalism that there's like space to just keep dancing in it like forever. And that exactly. is that is that is the dream of this music always, the goal.
0: Maddie has it's the just sp- again they they want forever dance forever dance parties you know exactly. never stop.
3: Uh, Maddie has a Spotify bio pulled up here. And it says yes. that this song uh, became the most overplayed song in German radio history. Interesting to hear that they have like a metric to determine what the most overplayed yeah. song is. But I can yeah, definitely see how this that? is a song where, in like retrospect, people would be like, "Oh, I didn't like this that much." Even if it's like an okay song, I could see how that like, is
2: the story of all of this stuff. Like it's- the
3: earworm definitely deteriorates yeah. on repeat listens.
2: I was saying you to this to Max before the podcast, but this is my like flow Rida episode. Like, truly, all <laughs> of these songs like reduce me to like a pure embryonic state. We'll, we'll get to one song on here that is literally, I think, like my origin story to a degree that I didn't even reckon with for a while. But like the the comment that Grant made, I forget which episode it was, but when Grant was like the way that anytime there's a song with like spooky scary skeletons and Halloween I love it and I can't help myself but loving it that's me basically anytime a song has a synthesizer and like <laughs> this this music is kind of the origin of that because the, 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 the pro and con of it is that like middle school, like four-year-old level music enjoyment. You can get these songs about as much as someone on Molly in the club, right? Like they are yeah. so <laughs> elemental.
0: Yeah, you gotta put your put your binkies on and go to the raves. Exactly, literally. Which is which is again which is a real thing, a, a real of thing. Course. As far as yeah, you know, I, I mean, agree. So it,
2: it, the, the for reason the for it just it's like there are a lot of drugs that make you grind your teeth, and if you're a grind your teeth person, that's what the binkies for. Just in okay, case you're wondering, know, that I did not
0: know, yeah. I, did not, I, I just assumed it was just like, oh, here's a device to do more drugs.
2: I, I mean, yes, they some people they'll, they'll, they'll put drugs on on the banking sometimes. Okay. Yes, but like okay, the so
0: I was I was the, the
2: main the main reason why it became a thing is because Molly, especially it, a lot of people, like if you're someone that grinds your teeth in your sleep, generally you might just start doing that when you take the drugs. So that's what the the, the pacifiers are for in Ray. Yeah, fun facts for you.
0: Um, but that's. I, just I love the little would... xylophone. Is it a xylophone?
2: It, it's not a xylophone, but it is a very. It, it's a very plucky. It's a very percussive, yeah, yeah, yeah. like synth lead. Um, I forget which episode it was. of 60 songs. They explained the 90s, but I think uh, yeah, he was talking about the um, what's it called? A uh, Robin S. Show Me Love. Like that little keyboard riff, and he described it as like bouncy balls that are just like all landing and and satisfyingly bouncing at the perfect height. You know. It's hit something. Yeah. Are are uh, ravers
3: afraid to say they're sucking on a binky? Like, (laughs) I mean, it's pretty obvious. I've never heard
2: it described as a binky. I've only heard it described as a pacifier. I, 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 I imagine... <laughs> We don't need immense words, but yeah. No, I, I, I understand. We, like... I, I, I think I understand why someone, even if you're going to be an adult with a pacifier, why you would choose not to call it a binky. Like, even if you're an adult diaper person, maybe binky is not the word you want to use for
1: it, you know? I would use binky. If I were in the club, I would use binky. <laughs> and uh i I'm also just think... this
2: already one song into. <laughs> no, just, i
1: think it's like a very it's like an intellectual pursuit like if you occupy mm-hmm. your mouth you can focus on other things <laughs> like hearing the uh, bass and like really feeling the music
3: in the you 21st know. century the thinker would have a key in his mouth
2: <laughs> that's correct exactly. that's, um, that's correct before we move on to the other song i want to um Introduce a sort of running gimmick that I've sort of set up for this episode because, as much as I am the electronic music expert, this is the Indie Heads podcast, and Indie is short for independent rock music. And it uh-huh. would feel kind and I know we've done da- entirely dance music focused episodes of the podcast before, but I just thought like Gavin's not on this episode, and Max is like very famously not a rock person, but I want to show that this is real music too, that, that you can play these songs on real real instruments so uh i'm just gonna drop the first link in the uh in the Eurodance episode uh this oh, God. and maddie can you hit play on this for me i think this will introduce okay the the this this, well.
0: this is why you said you're gonna be a gavin of this episode this is exactly what i said i was I,
2: there there's a playlist oh, that you're not aware of but this is uh, a group called naked round the block they are from germany this is the only song they have ever released um <laughs> uh-huh <laughs>
0: What a waste of a great band name!
2: It is good. There's unfortunately no video component for this that I could find, so we're just looking at the cover. But
0: just the most <laughs> generic group of like butt rock guys you could German line up behind a, a band That's, that's yeah. the
2: thing. Wow.
1: Uh, rock and rompin is is <laughs> the word in
0: German. Ooh, we have a little. It's like a. Sounds like Interpol a little bit.
2: I mean, I, I suppose you could say that. The bass line, like, I, I hear, I, I would say another band, but I would spoil something that's coming later. Um. Yeah, this is, uh, I had the, I, I, I stumbled in this idea on a song we'll get to later in the episode, but very quickly I was like, I wonder if there's one of these for every single song we're oh, yeah. talking about this episode. I wonder. I don't know. We're just gonna have to go through the whole episode before we find out the answer to that question. But That was a thing I wondered very early on. When I, uh, I, I like how like kind of Tony Hawk skateboard soundtrack. The, the 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 vibe of the instrumentals is on this. Anyway, this is, we don't have to listen to much Wait. more. But yeah, this is uh, this released was released in twenty fourteen. Huh. I uh, know this is up. It's just uploaded in 2014. I, th- this came out. Yeah, it's gotta I, be. I, I pulled up, I, f- I found a disc, a discog page for this group and the, this is their only song and it has appeared on a couple of different, like Europe rock 99, whatever comp. this is released in the year 2000. Okay. That makes uh, a lot more in sense. In Germany. Um, with some of these songs, we'll get into sort of charts up, but like, I think it is, I think part of what you were getting at as far as, like, getting sick of them, it's also to an increased degree, I think, in Europe. Because, like, a lot of these songs that, like, they charted, they were purely novelty songs in America. But in Europe, a lot of these songs were, like, number one song for eight weeks level popular. Like, it it was... yeah. And so you can understand... It's called Eurodance for a reason. This is basically... country This is their country's equivalent of us creating punk pop punk covers of whatever like what this german (laughs) band is doing yeah like let's take the big pop song and be like what if the the what if it was blank it has a new context now which is that now um some guy does youtuber face at the start of the video and asks the question (laughs) literally but like the entire history of the internet, basically since the, the dawn of this era really was the dawn of like, what if it was blank uh, rock genre subgenre um, uh, covers, but let's move on to uh, I think one of the big titans of this episode, perhaps perhaps yes. the best song of this episode, I don't know, this is a, uh, this is uh, you, I mean Matt, you just hit play on the song, everyone's gonna be like yeah, and even if you don't know the name of the song one of the most iconic, like, synth melodies ever, I would say. Like, pr- maybe, like, just the most. It's, like, I I, I think when I was whenever I listen to the song, I imagine it being a more complex song than it is. And it actually is pretty complex in terms of the way that, like, there's, like, a key change and progression to the melody, but, like, there's literally one lyric to the song. It is, like, kind of the original Daft Punk Around the World where it's just one 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 lyric and one like, central Synth riff, and that's like that's all a song needs, really. Aren't a lot of Europe? There End. were people
1: in the comments arguing over how many words are in the song, <laughs> like on YouTube. <laughs> just that's like, very <laughs> funny. Some people were like, uh, no, it's, it's you are, not you, they're your. It's like 10 or 11. A very European thing to do, by the way.
2: But I think this is also the one of these songs that I think has like the most cultural like, permeance, like, this is a song that at every single fucking EDM rave I went to, and most of, even the ones I still go to, you will still hear remixes of this song. Like, this is the, one of the staple, like, anthem, everyone put your hands up in the air, okay, the beat's gonna stop for a minute so everyone can recognize the song and start singing along with it. Like, this is the archetypal, uh, that moment in the set. And, And, and... this kind of gets into immediately the other sort of discoursey thing that this episode dovetails with, which is the whole, like, round four of what has been... Edits discourse for DJ Twitter is basically, like, uh, hard... Is, is turnstile gonna have an impact on hardcore for, for DJ Twitter? Like, it's this conversation we've kind of been having for two years now. What, um, what does that mean? And- Sorry. Max, I can't explain. I'm trying to relate okay. this to Jay. Not everything is for <laughs> yeah. you, Max. Not everything is for you. I can't explain turnstile and DJ discourse to you okay. at the same yeah, time. Yeah. The DJ discourse thing is about what has happened since the pandemic, which is that a lot of like underground techno-type music establishments are people are playing more pop edits there's a really 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 great article in dj mag about this by Chal ravens that starts out with a story of someone playing a vengabus remix in bergain which is like the stuffiest most rules-y techno club in berlin like it's something that would have been unthinkable years before and like the piece lays out like look some of it is like really hacky just like basically a Peter Griffin approach to DJ or like family guy approach to DJing where it's like, Hey, remember this song? Remember this thing that exists? You know, this thing, it's, it's like the, the the Demi and song he did about Ready Player One, where it's like, remember this, remember that. Like DJ sets can very quickly, DJ sets can very quickly become that if it's like not used well, but I forget who it was in the piece that brings up this song, but they basically talk about it. Like, if you can build up a DJ set that builds to one of these moments and like earns it, it's basically like a trust fall where you've basically like earned the audience's trust. Like, listen, I've proved to you that I'm cool. Now let's, let's all just enjoy this moment together. So that like without pretension and like being able to trust the, the the cheese of that is kind of the, the push and pull of this because like on one hand it can be like, I mean, the reason why they called it trance music is because it was like transcendent. Like people, especially early on, there are like those viral videos of the the guy at the rave being interviewed that's like, I believe this is God's music. Like people that like find a real kind of like spiritual ecstasy in this music, but it can also very quickly become like novelty disposable trash. And I think uh, a great actually we can't get into the next song. Well, here. yeah, give But the, the next song we talk about <laughs> the next song we talk about I think is a whiplash from this one in terms of the uh, theme. Do we have anything else to say about this song before I play a video? And we move I was. On? Just, uh,
3: it's a yeah, banger. I think the song is very good. Aren't a lot of Eurodance uh, songs kind of in like minor keys? Because I feel like it uses. I don't know.
2: Um, I'd say a lot of them are. I mean, I'm always I'm I'm i've gotten better at it but i'm not always the best at being able to to key, figure yeah. out key right it ear. sounds like it's me like, i don't know if it is um no like this song especially is like i mean it belongs in the pantheon with hey Ya" of like upbeat beat sad melody uh happy sad songs like this is one of the all-time great robin dancing on my own it's like we're all in the club and there's like a wistfulness and like a nostalgia, but also an uplift and those two. Things yeah, and
3: totally. Kind and like the point.
2: And, th- and then some of these songs will, I will either do that or they will be like, let's have a party. Like the LMFAO type <laughs> uh, iterations of this genre. One in particular. And,
1: which we all And get bridging to. the gap is Wiz Khalifa uh, sampling Alice DJ oh, first day. This, yeah.
2: th- that's the other thing is that this song has been sampled covered wrapped over like so 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 many times there were a lot of as you might imagine this was not one of the hard ones to find a rock cover of um and uh some of these other rock covers we're gonna listen to are pretty bad so here's an actual good one just li- let's just listen to a little bit of this that i've just posted in the in the discord this is a uh, this is a YouTuber named Gentlicious. He's got a, a seven-string.
0: Wait, hang on a second. Hang on, sorry, sorry. Let's look at that sea. Why is there cum dripping over the sea there? What's it's going del- on. It's delicious uh, like delicious things. He needs rip. you to
2: know that it's like,
0: <laughs> not even in a <laughs> yeah, weird
2: way. He makes a bet on he, some Josh Jordan like- Peterson shit. Wait, just, just just watch. He he's setting up a bit. I don't. I'm not sure. I fully understand the bit, but he's setting up a bit.
3: Hey, this is a European bit. It's going above my head. I
2: actually don't know what this is from. No, just, he hasn't. Just wait.
0: Okay, he he's uh. He's in a dream now in-
2: cloud now.
0: Yep. Well, okay.
2: Yeah, it's actually, so, it's, so, like, it's like actually like, not bad.
0: Yeah, sounds like music, you know, like nostalgia critic theme music, but you know.
2: Novo disco. <laughs> yeah, I think this guy's from. What? 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 What if the what if uh, Better Believe Off of Alone was from the Doom
0: the oh, no. Doom 2016 soundtrack.
2: Oh, he's in Costa Rica. Oh, sick. Yeah.
1: Uh, the Alice Anyways. DJ record was called Who Needs Guitars? And the answer is me. I need guitars. And I, I need the guitars. Jeff Lictus cover
2: I also of think Better think Off that, Alone. Like, yeah, like unironically, and I've talked to Eli about this, like my entryway into actual heavy music and like becoming someone that knows how what hardcore kids be like, etc was just being like okay well I like really over the top aggro dance music and just oh, like yeah. learning to like translate that onto guitars music and so like this uh this this um LCD sound system S switch for turn to guitars is like uh see now the the dream uh version of him does the the solo ooh let's go let's go He's cooking. He's really cooking. He's cooking. But yeah, like, I, I do think that this does, even though he's he's in a little, like, the, the song has a real, like, the songwriting craft of it is fucking awesome. The way that it is one melody the whole way through, yet it feels like it has such a climactic just, like, build and ascent to it. Like, really great.
0: Yeah, this is sick. Man, that, that was sick.
2: Yeah, uh, that, that, that was like the uh, song is probably good. the best, the best of the the covers. Unfortunately, but, I mean, Never best is, best is relative, you know. Like some of them are better, yeah. but <laughs> we'll get we'll we'll get to that. Anyways, yeah, let's talk about um one of the one of the most important songs in my life. Unfortunately, let's talk about Blue Bottom da-, da Da Ba Excuse me. First of all, ba- uh, ba- did this song invent the minions? Question number one I had. Um, it is highly very, probable. Highly yeah. probable. Do we have the minions without the song? Probably not. I think. I would uh, agree. Do we have the blue? Ma- when did the Blue Man Group invent it? Is another what question. the I have? Gotta, man blue, blue Man Group invent? The to be blue? No. I, okay. The Blue Man Group was formed in 1987, so the Blue Man Group already existed. So they were probably fucking yeah. stoked when this song came out. They were like, "This is our time." We got an the fucking voice.
0: blue SEO is going way up. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of the most annoyingly catchy songs of all
2: time. Okay, like, it's, it's so bad. Immediately, but like, I just have to get into story time. I think this will make everything make sense. Okay. I was, I want to say, five years old. I can't be older than seven in this memory, but I believe I was on vacation on the Big Island of Hawaii. I think eh. We were in a car somewhere like it wasn't like a very scenic memory this is like fully we're just like in a car in a highway somewhere and i am listening on a portable cd player like one of those like ones that has like a hand like strap over it so that you can hold it without it like uh skipping or whatever and i was sitting in the backseat of my car with headphones plugged into it and i had some kind of like I'm sure it was like a, now that's what I call music. What some compilation because I did not have Eiffel 65 on CD. However, Blue Davide was on there, and that was the moment that the Italian German blood in my body was just like activated, <laughs> like sleeper cell agents. <laughs> and really, the whole like when I said the thing about Grant being like anytime you hear a synthesizer in a song, you just like your monkey brain turns on. It's this song's fault. It's 100% this song's fault. I blame this song for altering my brain chemistry. And I'm not even mad because it's like... But like there's also a weird... I remember as a kid spending a lot of time thinking about the blue man in the blue house in his blue world. Like, really thinking about it. Like, in the backseat of that car, just looking out the window being like man sometimes i'm in a blue house in a blue world and everything is blue <laughs> like i understand <laughs> and the world um, building in
1: the Eiffel 65 of is just like off the charts it's next also, level
2: i i was really into the movie big fat liar at the time which i believe also uh, uses yeah. this song if i'm correct yeah. I, if they didn't it was like i'm just uh, combining those things in my head but paul giovanni um, got yeah, blue, blue in that movie
1: yep they, yes. they blew his ass up. Um, uh, Tobias K, I Blew Myself. Big time. I remember doing, like, a lip sync routine with my friends to this song at, of like, course. Of um, course. like, a Y2K party, I think. And yeah. I was like, I had to have been, like, seven years old or some shit. Like, it was definitely a New Year's party. We, like, gathered a bunch of parents to wa- make us, or make them watch this. And we just thought we had the shit, and uh, they all just politely clapped.
2: This 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 era of music did invent a lot of that kind of like YouTuber or like just like comedy music kind of culture because like so many of these songs like had parody versions in the 2000s, right? Like this was meme music before we had the internet. I mean, yeah,
3: that's like what Crazy Frog is like.
2: I mean, Crazy Frog is later. Crazy Frog is drafting. is dropping yeah. off of the crazy frog is taking it one step forward where they're like alright everyone loved the I'm blue song where they or like these songs where they don't even have a real front man to the group and it's just a song and then they just eventually years later were like what if there was a, a cartoon mascot that we put in front of the yeah, song yeah well crazy
3: frog would be like an um, AI these days
2: yeah crazy frog is 2003 yeah. We're, yeah. these are mostly yeah. 90s uh, yeah. songs that we're discussing here <laughs>
0: I bought the Euro the Eiffel 65 Euro Pop album there are one, two, three, four different versions of blue on this album. I was gonna say, we're, we're
2: gonna we're gonna get to one later that I really want to talk about. This is a real same fucking song again, uh, goldmine. There are a lot yeah. of candidates that, from this episode that we could do same fucking song again. I'm sure we're gonna do another edition of same. Like that's that's an evergreen. One of yeah. one of Grant's like best ever podcast ideas is, is the same fucking song again but absolutely um, uh yeah no Eiffel 65 yeah like I I looked them up I had literally no no information about them I I didn't know that they were Italian until literally today I kind of just like I knew it right in my blood but like I never even bothered to check right because like I said I was thinking about the blue man and the blue house and the blue I was not thinking about who made this the ethics behind the blue world yeah. What, what 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 equipment did they record it on like it does take me back to something that i really do miss which is that like before you know how the sausage is made in any genre of music but especially electronic music right before you have any idea of how someone could begin to make it it just feels like it comes from a different world right it just a blue world if you will um and uh <laughs> It, it was very formative to me as a kid. Like, I definitely... Yeah, it reshaped my my interests very early. The video um, of them yeah, going
1: to the Blue World is, like, really fucked up. Like, why would they invade? Like, they just get shot at. Like, Eiffel 65 is in the video getting shot at by the Blue Men.
0: God damn I mean, Again, they're colonizers. Yeah, like, colonize the, 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 the Italian, blue yeah, world. Yeah, it like on,
1: Italian colonization stuff. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I I imagine you have something else you want to play Jackie but I also really quick, quickly want to play Go ahead. of course Apple 65 take a shot there's a great uh, one hit Wonderland episode from Tom the Shadows which introduced me to this song by Apple 65 called My Console and what is my console about well you're about to find out
2: yeah these, these guys are really Italian one of several this episode
0: like, all right just kind of standard you know uh kind of euro dance stuff right now you know fun sense
3: these are the most charismatic men in italy my man
2: looks like dave draymond from disfigured i was i was just <laughs> circling around on my brain you nailed it yes
1: he looks like Gavin Rothdale the other one does like what's up
0: with this this is a Eurodance <laughs> song about the PlayStation 1 <laughs> this is literally just the fucking uh goddamn <laughs> Nirvana the band <laughs> Nintendo song oh my god yeah if this is just We Shop Wednesday but as a yeah. Eurodance song
2: yeah, they're, they're going in. This is great.
0: Okay, I just I just want to play a little bit of, of My Console okay. by i I'm glad you
2: did, because that was way better than what we're, we're about to watch, unfortunately.
0: Um, oh, no. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh, another metal version. Oh. By Jonathan Young and Todd. Ta- <laughs> I want to beat this guy to death with my bare hands.
2: Yeah, this almost made my eyes tear up, like, I, I can't. <laughs> just Yo, immediately... Yo, he just nae-naed. Like, what's going on?
0: <laughs> Yo, how my dog just nane on me?
2: Wearing the fucking Hundreds, uh, Huff... Yeah, uh, dude. Sweatshirt. You think use wearing the weed socks, too? I'm sure. Oh,
0: probably. I just—I feel like everyone, everyone here, should be trying the hog for the crying <laughs> yeah, this, they're this doing. Is right really Beautiful song.
2: This, this, this effectively like ruined whatever kind of childhood nostalgia I have around. This helps me see the song clearly, but also it is like the worst combo of like metal guy and also like giant air quotes pop. I mean, as I learned through doing this. I already knew this, but like the YouTube metal industrial complex is so it's I mean so like
4: strange. kinda going, going
2: back to the joke I was making at the beginning, there's nothing that like makes metal fans more wanna click on a video than the idea of like a very unmetal song being covered in a metal style, even though most people that actually like really like and care about metal are like these, these those are never good, but but like for whatever reason people hear like Sound of Silence done by the Disturbed and they're like, oh speak? my god, this daddy. song that's soft, now it's metal, like please stop okay, we, we, we can stop now actually okay. I, I, I metal, really don't
1: the metal and screamo cover industrial complex it's is so like wild. it's so thick too it's like, I mean like everything has gone like punk goes whatever and it's yeah. just where like it anything go. that they can find exactly Don't go get
3: a job it,
0: over over the, 18, right. max, yeah, over the age of 18 max over the like, age of 18 is where the, they do not the, go the, the,
2: the real thing that actually happens with metal covers and the reason why there are so many of them with this episode is any time you can take a song that even if it isn't feminine is like cutesy it's just like the opposite of metal like that's kind of the whole point of these it's like what if wouldn't it be twisted if like this song that people is for like little fucking girls. What if this song was like hard as shit like that? That's the ad. It's very, it's the, um, if anyone has seen the, uh, pre, I think you should leave Tim Robbins sketch where he's like the leader of a skateboard gang. He's like, we're fucking terrible people. Oh yeah. It's that kind of, kind (laughs) of energy. Very like truck. nut energy. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: It's like, what if we took this song that you think is a guilty pleasure, but now we made it innocent? Like, it's okay for you to listen to this because no, there's exactly, a guitar yeah. and a man screaming. These guys look like uh, pretty much everybody in Denver. <laughs> like, <laughs> I <think> I said, <laughs> yeah, this is just yeah. like big Denver energy. Oh, Maddie, horrible. do you just want yeah. to scroll down the first comment to see if it says,
3: uh, oh, this is so much better than the original?
0: Oh. When you're depressed, but also metal <laughs> What does
3: that mean?
2: <laughs> well because i'm blue being it's
0: it's like again one mm. two three four Yo, five comments and we got to it's no, better but, than the original
4: scroll um,
1: up to the uh this is gonna be my wedding song and uh in germany being blue means being drunk by the way like just really <laughs> really good which like, is also,
2: fun, also funny to say that because this song is italian like this yeah. band is italian and people just assume that they're german which is all it's so i am german and italian right which are probably i i, I really have all of the the axis powers of eurodance oh right <laughs> Yeah, i'm going to say that I, yeah. like I, I i have germany italy and then D- D- danish denmark which is not, I mean Denmark and Sweden and the Nor- the Nordic Nordic countries are all kind of equally responsible in this in this arms race, but especially. You like also Germany. have kindness um, in your heart, but yeah, thank you. I do. I have kindness yeah, yeah, yeah. in my heart. And, I and uh, what's the what's the Ivan? I know I know who the basis is. tweeting? I, <laughs> I know kindness. Yeah. I know the <laughs> <kind laughs> I know kind of the basis. Basis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, let's move on to uh, our next song, uh, Labouche. Be My Lover. Labouche are fucking cool. I don't know anything about them besides that they're cool and they look good on the covers of of their music. Um, They're
1: extremely cool. Uh, I do believe it's rest in peace to the woman from Labouche. Damn. Uh, Because I was looking that up today. But this is like a formative memory for me. I like My parents do not like music by any stretch of the imagination, but I remember my mom fucking loved Be My Lover by Labouche and probably bought a cd with it on it and i've heard it like a million times in the car incredible song
2: yeah um there's a a a very interesting thing that happens um i think in this music genre only which is like reverse whitewashing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah. like like instances where the person who actually sings the song is white and then they have a non-white person as like the star who's in the video. I think it's probably like weird I mean like Europe was aware that they were importing this music from Black people in America, at at least at the beginning, right? Like, then it gets Mm -hmm. passed back to America through the weird cultural, like, gramophone thing. But, like, Mm -hmm. there there was more of a consciousness with when they adopted it. And so I think it's probably, like, weird Europeans being like, well, this is how we market the song, is that it's like, we need, like, a quote-unquote diva vocalist as like the the front i i don't there's also like weird instances with some of these songs where like the person wanted to be anonymous or whatever like um and like i said like the anonymity of all of these songs like even if there is a a star and if there are music videos like it is kind of designed so that it's just kind of designed and trapping for songwriting that's going on behind the scenes
0: Which uh, yeah, her, her her death is especially tragic just because it was a plane crash, like yeah. just complete yeah. you know freak you know not not is just like very random and very sad.
2: Yeah, yeah. very
1: sad. This we'll talk about we'll talk about this later, like because there's another guy on the playlist that this applies to, but uh, the guy who raps on this song is an American guy who was yes. stationed in Germany
2: oh, for the Air that- Force. That, and that makes perfect like,
1: sense. Some of that like starts making sense, but then you gotta also wonder like how much the CIA and the government are responsible
2: for Eurodance. It's a it's an important mean, hey, question to ask. I this, listen. This is this is a, a, a such a slapper though. Like it. Oh, I don't this, care. Yeah, the yeah. CIA this, can make this, some heaters. Come on. Oh, absolutely. You um, don't
0: think they're responsible
1: for some of the best bangers of all time? You're out of your mind.
2: Uh, Labouche has I mean, a couple adores. other bangers. I mean, this comes from the album "Sweet uh, Sweet Dreams," which is the next song here and is their other very big hit. Oh, but yeah. they they had a couple other bangers on there. Um, yeah, shout out, shout out to Labouche. I don't have a whole ton to say about the song, but this just felt like a very like very important uh, jewel in the crown. You know?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. This is my pick for like best song on this playlist for sure.
3: It makes you feel. I was feeling mm-hmm. down on this playlist also, also... for a while, and then it was because I lost power and I was feeling very grumpy, and there were a couple songs on here that made me very upset when I was grumpy, and I was like, I don't know, um, I, feel, I feel like I'm going to say some mean things about Europeans, things that I don't mean, um, things that are too harsh, um, and then I was listening to this song in the morning. And it was a beautiful day. The sky was out. I felt lucky to be alive in a part of the world. And I think that's what Eurodance originally intended to, uh, before it was taken over by Infinite Covers, um, in order to kind of, you know, it's kind of like the uh, original, like making your track or your album like 30 tracks long to take advantage of streaming numbers. It's like, uh, oh, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, yeah. We're going to release covers. They had
2: to pretend like, like, like there are a lot of these, one in particular that we'll get to, where like, the person had an entire life, and then they released this song on a whim, not knowing it would become, like, the thing that defined them for the rest of their life. And then once that happens, you have to be like, oh, I've been this guy the whole time, and let me tell you the story of this guy that made this song, and it's like just 15 other uh, the same fucking song again type beat sort of things. Um, we were talking with the last cover about, like, uh, how, which of these covers are like trying to be funny? Which ones are like trying to be actually epic and good or whatever? This one feels like it's trying to be funny, but also uh, uh, yeah. Let's, let's just hit play on this one for for a little bit. This is says '80s metal, '90s dance, pop. Matchup. It's so hard
3: for metal guys not to bug me.
2: And I'm sure they're like, well this guy feels like he's kind of making fun of me, like the costume leads me to believe that this guy is not being like sincere in his appreciation of 80s hair metal. Yeah. That he's like kind of making fun of it. I also think this is interesting because it kind of, um, it, it, it demonstrates the connective tissue that connects like cheesy 80s music to cheesy 90s music, essentially.
0: The sideburns and what
2: kind of just chopping for a he second? He has big and... yeah.
0: Oh, he does! I, I do see I do see Yoda.
1: He's got a sick ass man
2: cave. I would party with this dude.
0: I would too. Yeah, he's got he got some good, good stuff going Travis, on here. Travis uh,
2: Bomber is his name. For anyone trying to watch along at home, um, yeah, there's there's quite quite a few of these. They're a lot of fun.
0: Oh, wow. LaBouche, Lane McRae from LaBouche commented on this, saying oh. this is one of his favorite covers of the song.
2: Oh, let's go, Mr. LaBouche. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: That's Good. out, of Lane. Let's go. I will say, I, we'll, 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 this is going to be a problem, not necessarily a problem, but sort of a trope of Eurodance as we move on with this playlist, but uh, there's a lot, of, uh, a, a lot of these Eurodance songs had... I won't call them unnecessary rap verses, but like they try to incorporate yeah. hip hop in very awkward <laughs> ways. Like yeah, having rappers on the track But
2: like, eh, wasn't, it, was it needed? Like, yeah, I mean, th- I, there's one song in particular I put on this playlist very specifically to capture that. I think cause that, that, that is how I was tying it into um, the, uh, the parody song. Cause the, the thing that the parody song really gets at is the ones that have a girl chorus guy rap verse sort of dynamic i mean this is also the era where like there was a lot of those collaborations happening in actual hip-hop but it was like these very stilted like you do the rapping and i do the singing and there's like a very like divided line sort of like now this section of the song starts you know um and these a lot of these songs have that sort of a um a trade-off including this next one that we're going to talk about but but yeah, let's let's just, let's get to the, the, the captain himself, it? which I actually realized I forgot Everyone to add this salute, to the playlist. Salute to the we, captain. And the reason why I forgot, I, I, for, I didn't realize that I hadn't added it was because we've been talking about Captain Jack. anyway. I was a little nervous like, really... so it
3: wasn't a part of the playlist. Um.
2: No, 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 no yeah, yeah. Captain Jack was meant to be, I, 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 what did I cut? I cut, I cut Castles in the Sky, which is a great song, but just like, I didn't, there's not anything funny to talk about. with Captain Jack, there's so much going on yeah well
0: first off this album cover this is one of the greatest album covers i've ever seen in my entire life the, the hot mansion. anime babe in uh, the shortest skirt ever it's camo uh looks like a sailor moon character uh, uh i want this as a tattoo on my body forever i don't care that means i don't get to have a, a job ever again it's, it is worth it for the sexy anime babe I just on like this nerd, cover. Yes. it's nothing weird i swear yeah, not, yeah exactly uh captain jack who, who who is dressed up like a like a dictator from a divide and conquer game uh that you see in one of the fmv videos uh fmv cutscenes. yeah cut yeah. Uh, yeah this also the, song really is a highlights banger, of the um
2: how like miami bass music and the sort of call and response uh hip-hop stuff starts influencing these tracks where like any, anything that that a lot of these songs basically devolve into like soccer chants essentially, mm-hmm. or like in this case like army, like left right left right chants. Like it, it creates a very easy audience participation, much like the dance uh, craze song sort of style. Like any song that like the, the the audience can do a like, yeah we want some pussy type like call and yeah. response with, yeah, uh, yeah, is yeah. very very much of this ilk. It's a a key plank of the of of the Captain Jack uh, platform. Is, is that sort of thing?
3: Captain, Captain Jack, Jack accepts all leading. into his army. As yeah, long as you're really ready to a- dance your heart out for him, he will welcome you with open arms.
1: I love the video because it looks like it's about to be a man going off to war, but it's a woman going off to war. And then, like, you see the Captain Jack has uh, assembled like a squad of very hot babes to be. His infantry in whatever
2: war he's decided to fight. Yeah, uh, we should we should, yeah, talk, about, um, we the,
0: should talk about the war against fun. We should talk about
2: Frankie yeah. G. So, uh, so this this yeah. group uh is helmed by a guy named Udo. Uh, what's what's the guy's name? Uh, the producer. Uh, actually, no, sorry. Uh, uh Lisa DaCosta is the other singer, and there was a guy Sharky Durbin who was the original, um, rapper. But then he was replaced by Frankie G, who is really the most, like, is the canonical Captain Jack. Uh, And he is a American via Cuba, like, Germany. So he's born in Cuba, and then he moves to America and spends some amount of time there when he's young enough to, like, have citizenship, but then goes to Spain and somehow ends up in Germany but also served in the U.S. Army because he had American citizenship because of the, the, the Miami thing. So, like, this okay, guy... The C- okay, Jay, the CIA thing you were talking about. Yeah. You, you, might, <laughs> yeah. you, you <laughs> might not be wrong. You might not be, <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Might not be Listen, wrong, dude. The, 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 like, the cultural displacement of this guy that you kind of feel when you hear the song, it, it's not... It, that, is, that is very much this, this guy's real experience uh, is that he was really in the Army and he is really a... Air quotes American guy who's really a European. He's a
1: real life drill sergeant, you know.
2: He, uh, while recording music under that na- under a different name, he proposed the idea of a dance track based on a drill routine. That idea became the Captain Jack style. Uh, he also introduced the costume, a stylized U- a military officer, um, based on the U.S. Army officer's dress uniform and a red hat based on the Marines. Um. Mm. Red Hat has an age
3: 12, Mr. Jack.
2: Um, yeah, Big this, stolen this...
1: valor energy, by the way. You are <laughs> not a Who's your yeah,
2: commanding I, officer? I, I, I do love that idea, though. Oh, we could just do a little of this, a little of that. It doesn't have to be, like, being a military guy, but being very chill about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, like, as with any one of these these groups, it's like he has the one idea And then it becomes a novelty hit. And then it's like, okay, I guess now we've just got to, like, cover other songs, question mark. Um, And so that brings us to, before we even get to the rock cover, I have one or two songs where there's just some kind of bonus little thing to share. And this is, um, so Captain Jack's been dead since 2005. However... They just recasted him. Like this is a weird project yeah. where, like, since the original guy, the, the main guy was not the original guy, there is a very like rotating cast of just like whoever they can get to play these parts, sort of thing. So, Maddie, if you can pull up the the, the link I just posted in the Discord right there, Captain uh, Jack is like the doctor. This is for this is this is an example. This is three months ago. This is uh, what Captain Jack is up to these days. Oh, air quotes, Captain Jack. That's just no. That's not Frankie G. It's not Frankie G. It feels
1: weird. Not. But he's still like in the regalia even though he, he doesn't like have to be. Like this isn't military themed at all.
2: You know, that's the thing is I love that that's it's, it's like you break out for this thing that has this one specific concept but now that one song's concept becomes your entire like artistic oeuvre. It's such yeah. this is
3: insane. But
2: you backdoor your way into being this guy. Yeah, they had like other army
1: songs, but after OG Captain Jack dies, they still yeah, they, need Captain
2: their their Jack. Their other hit is, is called Drill Instructor. Yeah. They, did a, they did a cover of In the Army Now, obviously. Um,
0: the Joyce Manor song? He, he, yeah, the no. Joyce Manor
2: song. Yes. Yeah, yeah. the wife. The wives, a- well
3: I read that got clearance from like an <laughs> army base in Europe to like shoot a music video on there I wonder if the uh Simpsons bit where they uh like the Yvonne e- 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 Etniaj, like the yeah. army propaganda, I wonder if Captain Jack influenced that in any Any it's little way. there be a
1: little bit of that,
2: yeah Cuz I they, guess they I'm don't, too young to know like the actual They don't have in- it in- as that, a um, as a like a uh, chart with like the lines like they do with a lot of bands but there have been, so there are three different male vocalists, uh, Sharky Durbin, Frankie G, and now currently Bruce Lacey. But there have been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight female vocalists from 95 to 2021 is when this uh, timeline goes up to. And several of these vocalists like have one name and then a different name that they were credited under, um, which is common (laughs) in this genre. That's true. Yeah, I
1: love a like a vaguely exotic woman name as a vocalist and like yes, it's like Sabrina seventy four on Discogs. Like if you're trying to find
2: her. All right, now that we've seen uh, Captain Jack go rock, let's see Rock go Captain Jack. Hold um, on. This is like
3: Wait, if you're seven years old and you found Santa like smoking a cigarette behind <laughs> your house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it is a little bit like. Why is my teacher at the mall? Um, uh, this is a, uh, a metal covers channel. Um, uh, that drum
3: set is crazy. It was like when I was listening to Rush at 12 years old and like, look at
0: Neil Peart go. God, man. <laughs> this guy sounds more like Captain Jack than the guy they currently have playing Captain Jack.
2: No, actually...
0: Okay, this one actually is, is 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 a lot better than the blue cover.
2: Yes, not hard, but yes.
0: I think I think because this one just translates better to metal.
2: It's also just done like not uh, insufferably vocally.
0: Yeah, it's a very faithful vocal.
2: And I also think this um does kind of connect also like the like of like very technical 80s shreddy guitar style like works really well for a lot of these synth riffs you know like it translates very naturally and it's the same sort of just like like this is the hair metal of electronic music like this is the bubble bursting it just happens way quicker than it did with metal like um but yeah this breakdown is actually kind of nasty yeah,
0: yeah this is, this is actually kind of sick i can't lie
2: uh, this, was, this, this, this is this the second one I found and this was like okay I have to see if there's a metal cover for every one of these and spoiler alert yeah there are um yeah this has several like actually six the drummer is going in that that he's like kind of the MVP of this video he actually does like, need all of those symbols he,
1: he kind of does I feel like this uh so like I remember Captain Jack like the first time I heard it was because of DDR. And now it's like, it's,
2: oh, of course.
1: Okay, now this is like the rock band version. Like now, I exactly. play rock band at the homies' house.
2: It definitely does Me. sound
1: like a rock
2: band version of a non-rock song. Yeah. Um, I uh, it's also I've told this to many people, but whenever I tell them, they're like, Every, everything about Porter Robinson makes so much more sense when you learn that he was introduced to electronic music via Dance Dance Revolution. And that then when, you work, when you work backward from that, like the everything about him, you're just like, ah, I see. I understand. Um, but yeah, uh, let's move on to our next song, which is, uh, one of the better songs this episode made famous by a little film called uncut gems. This is the more Toujours" by Gigi D'Agostino, who also in his Spotify artist picture has a, like a sailor hat on, um, This is the exact moment when I was like the Safety brothers are making a movie for me. After after watching one of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life and then they end it with this fucking song. Yeah. It's so I was just like, "Yes, my my boys." Yeah. It's also like going back to what you were saying earlier about um Better Off Alone being a very sad song. This is similarly like Yeah. It's going to yeah. It does like, make I, sense I, I listen, for the end of the movie, I will say, I and,
0: and I hear how, like, Tonight became a thing. Like,
2: Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Hudson, Hudson Mohawk is very inspired by, like, happy hardcore and all of that shit. Like, mm, that's, yeah. that, that's a huge thing for Sophie, too, is that it's, like, seeing the, the most kind of over-the-top version of dance music and pushing further in that direction instead of retreating from it. Just found out that l'amour de
1: jours means love always,
2: uh, which, you so know. So true.
1: Yeah, that's uh, it's just, we are going to have fun tonight and love always, everybody. What's that, uh, the Branson tweet where it's like, uh, I love you all, stupid idiots.
2: I, I mean, Do you know what I'm of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I love, I think that is, like, the one thing that really did work about the parody is the way that the parody captures, like these songs that have very broad sentiments, but then also these broad sentiments are being translated from like a European language into English. So like the all yeah. of the dream, all of the dream and all of that stuff in the chorus, like uh, the rhythm is the dance or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff on that. It's like, yeah, the, the, the movement of the rhythm. I actually, and there's one song that is not on here that I think is like the, uh, the Rhythm of the Night by Corona. That the reason why it's not on here was not because I was like we don't need to talk about that song because I realized that for a long time I like got the rhythm of the night and um two other songs what's the J uh, the J-Lo song and then also Rhythm is Waiting a Dancer Waiting for Tonight yes Waiting, Waiting for, tonight. for Tonight um Rhythm of Tonight and Rhythm is a Dancer those three songs are like a little mixed up in my brain sometimes um, but yeah, uh, all classics, this is Ripped. a slapper. We'll get to and uh, yeah. Dancer later.
1: But, no, the, um. uh, the tweet was, uh, French DJ voice, I just want to say to all ugly and dumb people, oh, yes. stupids, I just want to say to you that you are all beautiful, beat kicks in, which is, like, the entire <laughs> energy of this entire, uh, I should actually uh, bring up genre. Uh,
2: Molly just had a really funny tweet the other day um, about a, a guy that is very much of that energy. I'll pull up. Okay, oh but. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, mm.
1: I do. You've now reminded me of the uh, the, <laughs> the rhythm and the night thing with the Estos son Reeboks, son night? Oh yeah. With the, yeah. The the guy gets the lyrics mixed up and he thinks it's Spanish for are those Reeboks or Nikes? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> the funniest, yeah.
2: God, just like oh man. I
0: I, I yeah.
2: will never forget walking out of the theater, still like shell shocked, just just kind of pumping my arms in the air to this. Great, yeah.
0: It's like oh, like a, a like a kind of a de- you know, really depressing ending to this movie where you know, spoiler alert for a, you know a four year old movie, you know, oh shit, Howard Ratner he's dead you know his, his addiction has finally killed him at what should have been his his apex his peak as a as a gambler and you know as you're thinking about it it's just you know it's it's great perfect yeah. movie love it to death um great song
2: real quickly uh this is this is a clip that molly posted is just a perfect insight and i mean, everyone loves to post the shout out to his family clip but this is this is the same version of Look that but less
1: Sometimes I wonder, is there anyone living on
0: the moon? <laughs> Have we ever been to the moon? Just, sometimes I think of this stuff. <laughs> sometimes I think of this stuff.
3: No, like, I, there will be a study one day on the things that, like, being a part of rave culture does to your brain. And I'm going to love to read that paper when it happens. Uh, because I, I th- there's something going on there, and I don't get it. Yeah, I, I mean,
2: a little bit of it is just the combination between the fact that rave culture, especially early on, was, like, very big on plur, like, peace, love, unity, respect. It was, like, about building this, like, utopic thing. But then also these are rich, out-of-touch Europeans. Yes. So it's, like, when you're constantly being bombarded with, like, positivity, love, vibration messages while also be not wanting to like uh be a good person or whatever like those two things the 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 conflict between those two ideas is how you get shout out to his family right like Like, socially induced
1: hmm. cte essentially
2: (laughs) i mean i definitely have a little bit of post post rave traumatic stress disorder for sure i would
1: like it it, honestly (laughs) i would love to be like just super positive all the time and not cynical and wonder if we've ever been to the moon Uh, i don't
2: know yeah i i constantly strive to be more more like this type type of uh guy in general minus the the shout out to his family like obliviousness to race and culture because you also it's like the flip side of that coin is that a lot of these guys are like the i don't see color man purple black blue whatever like truly another they were the inventors of the obama post-racism white mindset like they invented it in the 90s but yeah um Let's 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 check out this uh, metal slash rock version of Lamora Tijores. Oh, okay, <laughs> this is from a fellow named Danny Metal. Yo, shout out Danny Metal. Looks
0: like a guy. Got the fish islands, looks like a guy was named it Christmas. Dan- time just just, when ma- you just imagine this? a guy named <laughs> no. Danny Metal. It was
1: June. <laughs> it was June. Perfect.
0: He looks like if like Luke Combs was a metal head. You know, like that's the look this guy is rocking.
1: He kinda does sound like he didn't take the amp settings off of like recording a metal cover of Bell's Cannon. <laughs>
3: The drums oh, sound Christ. weird. I don't know what it is, but they don't sound normal to me.
2: No, the mixing is very weird. Yeah, but he's not a bad singer. All right, that's enough of that.
0: Okay, you get you get the point. You get the point. I uh,
2: mostly some, some there were a couple of these videos where I was just, and we can even as we started to get to the end, like there was a point where. I knew I had an ace in my sleeve. I knew that the very, very last song we were talking about, there was no fucking way there wasn't going to be a million covers of it. So, because of that, I had, like, a stressful period from, like, song six through to the end where it was like, can I find a rocking cover of every single one of these songs? And we'll see how... I I, I come very close. Um, But let's move on to our next song. It's DJ Sammy... Um and uh, a Japanese artist named Yanu, this is Heaven, which of course is a cover of Heaven by Brian Adams.
1: By by th- Lonely Boys.
2: We could have we could have if we if we wanted to, done another Boys of Summer cover and done two weeks in a row of Boys of Summer covers. Because uh I guess probably after Heaven, DJ Sammy was like, Well, I might as well cover the other hit brian adams songs and then also kind of had a mini hit with their their boys of summer cover is better than the pop punk boys of summer cover imo but this song especially is the one that like gets so popular that it almost eclipses the brian adams song like the brian adams song is more popular on streaming but only by a factor of like two well actually no it's not true heaven has almost 500 million plays but this has like 150 million plays like to a generation of people that are me, I know the song better than the Brian Adams song.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard for me to go against Hoosier Excellence, Chris Rowe, and the Ataris, but I do kind of agree that the DJ Sammy cover of Boys of Summer is better. This rocks. I will also say, I, yeah,
2: like, DJ Sammy is one of the more tasteful producers in this bunch. Like, There's a little bit of a finer touch on this than there are on a lot of the other ones.
1: See, this is the kind of thing that you only
2: get from like
1: DJ's making dance edits of uh, rock songs that the the philistines on the metal side of things just wouldn't understand. There's a lot of nuance
2: that I think uh, there, these yeah, guys it, are it, missing it, out it, on. In this era, I think people realize that like the way you get people to still like like big cheesy anthemic rock music that is now going out of uh, vogue in the 90s is you just uh, give play it for the people that are on Molly um that's yes. the answer like like if they had made like a Eurodance version of like the big u2 hits of the 90s that would have gone fucking crazy i'm sure they did right like like it's that kind of like you're able to completely like you're the way that people talk about U two, and i talked about this when we talked about creed but like the way that the goofiness is like part of the equation but that you just kind of get lost in the rapture of it like that's very much the, it's like obviously i know better off alone these other songs like kind of have that sort of cheesiness but like when you just let yourself go to it there's a real catharsis that can be found there and like i think over time i think that's why you see the pop edit stuff being so popular now and it's like yes we all like uh, a 12 minute uh, ricardo villalobos uh, techno remix that takes like eight minutes to get to the good part But we also like songs that we can sing along with, and we shouldn't pretend like we're better than that. It's just about how to deploy that effectively and tastefully. Um, And I think this song is a good job of giving the goods, while while also being somewhat art. I like this little part where it just breaks into acoustic guitar for a minute. Like, really pretty. I think this is a great song. Yeah, this is a lot
1: more tasteful than the American answer to this genre, which was third wave ska oh gosh <laughs> like it is they do run very
2: no yeah tandem, I mean the, like, ne- the next song we're, we're about to uh, brush up against that full like like uh, into a real yeah. degree but no yeah it, it's really fascinating how I, I was able to see so many parallels with other kind of niche cultures having their sort of crossover commercial success moments because like for a lot of people it's fascinating like so many of these covers to people aren't like a specific musical genre. They just are like the mise en scene of the nineties, right? Like like you were saying earlier, yeah. like they're just so trapped in time, like. But yeah, heaven, DJ Sammy, that that's a tune right there. That's a that's a tune. Very fancy, yeah. very, very ethereal. Um especially uh, you- Yeah, all right, Matt, I, you you to yeah. play this. You can just hit play on the next one. Yeah. Um this uh, being an ethereal song, our, 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 our fellow Mister Three Three One E Rock, I think his name is, has by the way, one point five million subscribers, almost one point <laughs> five million subscribers. He is in in heaven. He likes he's Batman. He's just
3: like me. <laughs> I don't like Batman. I don't know why I said that?
1: Is he Batman? Is that Batman Beyond?
3: Unclear. It's Batman okay. the
2: Orange. Okay. Um Yeah. This one's just really I this guy there there were several of the videos in this playlist that this guy has covered. I just found his whole deal to be very funny, just like not singing or playing any instruments, but just alone in the sky. Also the just way the sky, the just guitar tone on the on guitar. This, Makes this sound like a Blink One Eighty Two song. Like this is this is essentially <laughs> like, warping back around to the pop punk uh version of Brian Adams again. All right, <laughs> all right, that's this enough. is great. But we got a, we got a a very 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 big topic. Oh, yes. A big man. A big yeah. big big man. Big shoes to fill. Big shoes. Big shoes. Um, big shoes. Uh big This big is shoes. a man. Noon Buzz, Scatman John. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. Is it, this might be my favorite song <laughs> of the playlist. No, it's, it's so good. No, you're, you're correct. It's um, just, it's so much fun.
1: It just feels strange to, like, listen to it and not see, like, World of Warcraft characters dancing on my screen no, at the I same mean, time.
2: This is, like, up there with fucking, um, the Rick Roll song for, like, yeah. earliest, er- earliest songs to get run into the ground by the internet. I mean, because this was a hit in, like, 95, so, like, basically as the internet is dawning, this song is, like, in the cultural air, and I feel like it has just lived in, like, memes and stuff ever since.
1: Yeah, like, when I became, like, a serious, logged-on,
2: internet denizen
1: it, as, like, a 12-year-old, probably, like, bordering on 13, like, YTMND and stuff, I don't know if you guys remember that website, but, like, it, it just, it's this shit. Like, it's just, like, really kind of a YouTube. joke, but, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah
2: like, for sure. Like, YouTube, like... Like like when like red versus blue like Halo videos, right? Like mm-hmm. you gotta go back to like up. that exactly. Yeah. yeah. This and and this song, I think also it's like the, the Numa Numa song is kind of a similar, like a very particular kind of and there have also been other versions of this hit that are essentially like combining some element of like either big band or jazz but like like, like we were talking about um, We Speak No Americano and stuff like <laughs> that like like there is a, a history before and after the song of stuff like this but I, I just think that like in addition to being an incredibly funny song like the way that it starts like how can you not fucking love a song um, Scatman John is I, I'm gonna say it right now it has to be Put him in the guy hall of fame, Scatman yeah. What yeah.
0: interesting man who a has ever lived
2: Guy. I, so first of all, Scatman John John Paul Larkin was born in 1942. I, I just need everyone to like soak that in for a second and realize that like Hitler was alive when this guy was born and he lived to see Eurodance, right. Like kind yeah. a jazz pianist. And
3: he died shortly because... after the wave of Eurodance. He couldn't live yes, he, without it. He,
2: he 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 did not, unfortunately. I mean, we can get Obviously, into he post- didn't have to live anchor. in a world
3: without
1: it.
2: He yeah, like to... like, like, like he, yeah. He, he a he uh as as um Gavin loves to say about uh LCJ, he still sees the towers. He didn't have to live to <laughs> 9/11, right? Like he dies in '99, yeah. and he sort of does get to live. I mean. I just was so fascinated by his art. I actually watched a documentary on Scatman John today. It was like eight minutes long. It was like an excerpt from a documentary, but I watched it and he has a stutter and has had a stutter his entire life and was very self-conscious about it. was like bullied as a kid, obviously growing up in the fucking forties and fifties with a stutter, like he, his ass was getting torn up, surely, but he, he gets really into Ella Fitzgerald and jazz music. And he decided to start playing jazz piano because it was a way for him to express himself without uh, stuttering. And but then he has this King's Speech esque relationship with this, um, I believe, Norwegian dance producer guy who basically floats him the idea of like, what if? Because he was already he was already starting to experiment with like doing vocals in his music, and the guy was like, hey. What if you combined it with dance music? And he was like, oh, I don't know. What if it's? What if people laugh at it? Whatever. And he just goes and does it anyways, and he creates Scatman. Ski ba bop ba dop bop is the official title. Um, and it, yeah, it, it was just like a right time, right place, lightning in a bottle sort of thing. And then immediately, like I've said, like I was describing with Captain Jack, it's like now this one off lurk in this guy's long life and long career. It's like many years into his life and he died relatively young, only 57, but like mm-hmm. 50, 50, 50. so if he's 57 and 99, he breaks through in like 90, his album comes out in 95 so, like, he was, like, in his late 40s, late 50s, like, was not, like, a like having a, a, a career breakout like this. And to have it be, like, this song was, like, number one in a lot of European countries. It sold, like, six million copies around the world. Like, this song was huge, even compared to a lot of these other songs. Like, absolutely fucking massive. Um, And it's, like, a man conquering his fear of like public performance in in front of our eyes and essentially like leaning like he literally was like nervous to record the song and his wife was like you should make the song like about your stuttering essentially and that's like where like the scatman sort of idea came from and and it's like this beautiful like redemption arc story for this guy although now he's essentially like a meme but he also like i think there's some kind of weird silver lining of like it's probably kind of nice that he like just got to ride out the novelty hit for a couple of years and not have to be around for like the sad part of being a one-hit wonder you know what i mean like mm-hmm. yeah it's very cool and he was overcome. he was
1: successful in europe and japan where like those things endure forever and like get run into the ground and you remain famous for a really long time yes. even though the joke is like dead and gone
2: he was absolutely huge in japan to the point yeah. that many i was looking through the uh the like track list of his follow-up records which are called everybody jam and then take your time which is very um ominous the cover of take your time is him standing in front of like a clock and it was released like six months before he died of lung cancer it's very um big leonard strange. cohen energy there just like yeah, the all, all one take your time all, all of a sudden, Scatman John got very serious in the third but, but all of his records after the first one, like the second one has like song titles that are like in Japanese because he was like, I need to, it's like, he was the original go to Brazil, but it was, it was with Japan. But also like there were several other, um, and and also as I was saying before, um, Scatman World is one of the all time, same fucking song again song the second song if you can just hit a little a little bit of that maddie honestly almost as good if not better like there's something yes (laughs) i mean there's something i think particularly effective and this is obviously like kind of a, a exoticizing thing sometimes but like being able to appreciate something on a post-lyrical level, like like the fact that Cocktail Twins were making it words, is additive because it allows you to project your own feelings onto it. It's like there's there's no there there. It's just bop bop bop, but you're, you're feeling it in, in the sense.
3: I it's very emblematic of the Eurodance era, like the uh, schoolhouse rock kind
2: of rap. Oh, totally. Yes. Um, it's very, uh, everybody rap to the beat. Yeah. Yeah.
3: My name Um, is the gangsta and I'm here to say you got to help your community in every way. In a major way. Yes, exactly.
2: Um, uh, scatman John. Also, I said this in the chat before, but he looks like white Steve Harvey. Especially (laughs) especially (laughs) in like the very first pictures of him that appear on Google image search where he's got the hat. And the mustache and the hair, like it's just all like, just an incredible guy. What a, what a presence the Scatman had. Um, I, I I was I was just enraptured going down the Scatman rabbit hole today. You bet um, your ass I actually... take twenty
3: five Benadryl. If he was the Hat Man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, which actually, speaking of which, that does bring us to uh, our non metal cover video which we do ha- absolutely have to watch so scatman as i said passed away in 1999 but every once in a while either legally or i don't know how this happened um uh this is a collab between the Scatman and the hat man which is never something i have ever heard <laughs> this other man described as i have no. never <laughs> heard him called the hat man this is of course of mambo number no. five fame Mr. Lou Bega, another confusingly, another confusing ethnicity one-hit wonder.
1: Just.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm the hat man. (laughs) I love that Lou Bega is making like, um, fake like Afrobeats pop music now. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. The, the production of this is very funny to me. Just, like, like this, that, this, of course, this is what Lou Bega's up to these days.
3: Lou Bega and Flo Rida seem like they would
2: be destined oh, to come out at some point, too.
1: Lou Bega thinks he's Pharrell, and he is Flo Rida.
2: Also, the the original... um two scatman videos both really great the original scatman video is just black and white like him to camera uh, doing all but then the second scatman world video is a little higher production he's out in the world as it were it's it's a steam
0: level it's a steam level video people like
2: very good
3: does not have these hats on like these are uh, it's like he just like showed up to his friends one day and started calling himself the hat man and he just no, yeah. <laughs> it's
2: like oh, yeah. the Maybe hat I, man I guess? is the most like nickname, self-appointed nickname, nickname I've ever heard. Exactly. Yeah,
1: next to Ti saying they call me Candle Guy on My Love by Justin Timberlake. Like those are the two. <laughs> Nobody's ever called you that ever.
2: Exactly. All right, let's watch this next one, which is the origin of this whole bit. This is fucking incredible. This is a uh. A, the most jackpot coded video I think I've ever seen
0: Uh, this is from Munich Productions if System of a Down wrote Scatman please stop looking at the camera sir I don't like it it makes me uncomfortable Okay, stop looking at me. Okay, it's, it's a good search <laughs> of press, but please stop looking at me. Stop. Stop. Stay, stop staring his at me.
3: Hand, I don't like the way his hands move. It makes me
2: uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, no.
3: He's doing, like, a little dance. Definitely. It looks like Trump making fun of someone. <laughs> no. yeah. Honestly, this isn't
1: hey, is that far from a system of Down Like It has a oh. breakdown about, like, drug reform. I think it's about the exact same in terms of, like, lyrical content.
2: I mean, yeah, th- that's exactly what made Sesame of Down so great, is that they were simultaneously, like, the most serious band. Like, the band that writes prison songs, but then also the band that puts the, like, I went down to Hollywood to smack my... What, like, the, the, the ridiculousness of Sesame of a Down does kind of make it well-suited to the Eurodance style. Also, sick breakdown right here. Well, this, this isn't really System of a Down, but whatever. Yeah, this, this
0: System never had breakdowns like this. Come on, now.
2: Is Armenia part of Europe?
1: I'm just like I'm curious. Like I don't know.
2: Uh, I, I mean, you're, do... you're, you're yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to weigh in on this. No, I, 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 like,
1: I, this is literally like not a geopolitical question. This it, is it, like it, a, it, a, it, a it, geography. collection. Like, Asia. Like, okay. it, it, okay. okay. Asia. Yeah. Okay,
0: cool. Okay, so Asia. I was Wait,
1: trying to figure out if that was like. All
0: right, all right. Geo- geopolitical ties to Europe, but it, okay. in, in terms of region-wise, it's I always mix up okay. Armenia and Andorra. Uh, but yeah, let's let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it moving. What is our next song, Jackie?
2: Uh, well, I mean, our next song is uh, Mister Vane Culture Beat, which I think is the most Planet of the Bass esque of all of these songs. I would say. I would agree. Yeah. I,
0: I I thought I heard this one, but th- I I think I think it's just because there are so many Eurodance songs that sound no, just I like mean, this I mean, that's one. The,
2: that's what I said earlier. It's like all of them do these arpeggiating synth riffs that like, all this feel is, like cousins of each other.
1: Yeah, yeah I was going to say, this is the same riff as uh, Another Night by the real
2: McCoy. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which, Another song
2: what, that has yeah, the same yeah, yeah. Uh, trade-off rap verse. Yeah. Assister.
3: I uh, want it now. Yeah, after about a minute of the song, it's uh, it kind of works. That it's welcome for me, at least. I'm ready for it. I mean, it. It's just, it just be a little
2: indulgent. Yeah, like, little little vein.
3: The schoolhouse rock rap is that. You, you,
2: no, I was gonna say when I, when I heard this song, it made me realize. I feel like the most relevant rap influence on the rap stylings of Eurobeat music is Will Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's very parents don't understand flow. Well, I'm pretty yeah, sure Will
3: Smith still gets a lot of pop over there.
2: Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. Captain
1: Jack basically. This is this one, I did did one I didn't have much time.
2: I, I, I almost cut this one and I was like, eh, I'll just leave it in because I didn't want to update the playlist cause you already listened to it. But yeah, this is this is a good one. I, I just need to include this one because it's the most prototypical of the planet of the base structure. Um, we can just jump right into the, the video for this one. Uh, let me pull up the playlist. Oh yes, boy, more playlist. metal songs. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, oh, so they're, they're slightly out of order. Uh, Why You Love the 90s Mr. Vane metal covers. So, yeah, oh, this I love is, the this, armed. But this is what I go well, I was back to with, like, uh, the fact that this is just called When You Love the 90s and, that feel when... This actually does, yeah, the arm joke the arm is very funny. Yeah. Because it actually does kind of sound like the arm.
0: <laughs> Ugh, I... Hate... Ugh.
2: Again, the stop, metal in that... Stop staring like... at me! It's so powerful. <laughs>
1: windbreaker guitarist is like a type of guy in metal and he needs to be stopped at all costs
0: okay i can't i can't that's fair i can't no i can't do this 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 guy is particularly i I, I wasn't so by him
2: watching earlier but i i understand why like he's that guy can only
3: be like a gym teacher
2: well let's talk about a song that is uh definitely not at all annoying, and that's uh Dota by Bass Hunter.
0: Yes. Let's let's do it.
2: This is another one that is a very core formative text to me. Not um as early, I think, but very, very young I got into this song. I'm not sure I think I definitely got into it around when I started actually playing the game, but um, I yes, I I played both Dota one and then later Dota two. Um, you were in lot. the streets playing Dota I was, one. I yes, no, really, I played fucking Warcraft three, custom modded Dota one games. I was really out. So I was one of those people that when League of Legends became a thing, I was like, well, it's not even. Like I was one of those annoying. Yeah, they, they don't. It doesn't um, even take
3: them time to turn around
2: dota dota guys could be an episode of uh, of the podcast guys for sure um or just like moba guys in general but yeah wait, wait is this one, of our, our, mix. one wait, of our on. one
3: of our generation i think i put the wrong mix brain in here brain this, yeah, i
2: mean oh you know this is the club mix instead of the radio edit whatever um but yeah dota base hunter um this is a fascinating one because Technically, Dota is the less popular version, and this is kind of a smart move on their part, which is that they have this viral hit that is like very much steeped in 2006 like video game culture. Like, but then they're like, "Wait, this is a really catchy song. Perhaps we shouldn't alienate people that aren't video gamers." And so then they just literally re-released the song with like different lyrics that are like vague Eurodance lyrics called "All I Ever Wanted." It's just the same song but like that's not very funny gamer, oh that's pr- okay that's like why i
0: recognize the song
2: exactly yeah, yeah yeah so like like it's their most famous song either way but it is just very funny to be like well everyone loves this song but it is kind of like relic like the the album this album that it comes from is called lol and it's got like elite speak little like like uh emoji that's custom typed out right like this is very early like internet nerd culture type stuff uh, as you will see from the, the video that we'll watch in a second but yeah I, I i i this is a song i just can't even like give any kind of value judgment to because i hear it and i'm just like well yes of course i've been listening to this song since i was like seven i know exactly what dota sounds like um I can't even hear it, you know, like it's just kind of in there.
3: It does feel very uh foundational to like how the soundtrack of uh gamer music, gamer centric oh, totally. music and like esports related music has come to be.
2: Uh this is definitely out it, like the, tendrils the, are the, the link yeah. between gamer culture and like a very like yeah. Uh, yeah, very like acid rave sort of sound. Because exactly. yeah, like Hard you think
3: games. of like 2010s montage music, you know, like dubstep. I mean, like I, I think these aren't exactly the same, obviously, but uh it would be. Uh, no, I'm talking, I mean, no, yeah, say it the, doesn't the, have the, a lot the, of influence. The,
2: the, ele, big annoying electro house was the predecessor to dubstep as the predominant music for like 360 no compilations, right? Like before we had. Skrillex, we had fucking Tiësto and shit, right? And this is very much of that ilk. Later than the rest of the stuff, like this is 2006 as opposed to 90s, so it's a little different. But it, it's it's very spiritual successor here. I was talking to Max about uh, hard style before this and how hard style. Took, it took me a very long time to get into, like, full hard dance stuff just because a lot of the stuff I first heard was very bad. And this isn't even that bad, but, like, stuff like fucking Headhunters and shit like that that was, like, some of the worst rave music that was around when I was younger. But then, like, I've come around to, like, no, it's good when it's done with sort of intention, but yeah. Yeah, um, this
3: is the music for, like, the, your friend that definitely should not be uh, Snapchatting themselves behind the wheel. This is what
2: they're playing. <laughs> oh, yeah. this, this is definitely, like, I mean, not to, to throw shade at uh, 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 communities of which people on this chat might have been formerly affiliated. This is very much, like, non-explicitly furry-coded music that furries listen to. Right. right? Yeah. Like, it's very internet subcultural for better and worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm the girl I dated in high school
1: loved Bass Hunter and loved this song and would only listen to the Dota mix and not, like, the... It's the word, like, this is my... This is nails on chalkboard to me. Like, this I, I is understand. always gonna be, a... like...
2: No, I get
1: it. This reactivated uh, all of my bully instincts and... Fair. Uh, Fair. <laughs> this is, like, people are always, like, how did you get, like, into... You know, like, how do you listen to, like, aggressive music and it's because songs like this make me want to, like, grab the frailest person near me and shove them into a locker.
2: Whereas me, I I know other Bass hunter songs besides Dota and yeah. uh, like R- Russian Privjet was a song I had on my uh, iPod iPod Nano at one point. I, that, that that that's a that, that's a good one. Um, it's wild yeah. that
1: it was like what if uh, what if the guy who made Minecraft instead of being a Nazi just became a, a no, club music guy. I was
2: guy? gonna say like so much Minecraft parody music feels like it is indebted to, ba- like, right? Like, YouTube game yeah. music. Bass Hunter really is kind of the, the forefather of that whole aesthetic.
1: Yeah, like, if you wanted to show your friends a clip of something cool that you did and upload it to YouTube in 144p of, like, a screen grab, you had to have Bass Hunter in the background. It was, like, legally required.
2: All right, Maddie. of these two, <laughs> just hit play on the, the rock cover, not the metal cover. The metal cover's fine. I, I I found that one because I was like, oh, this fits the the metal theme that we've been doing. But the rock cover one is a uh, gamer coded in the video, so of course that was the one I had to go with.
0: It, what it looks like he's a, yeah, like a, like a, like a oh, is that like a Counter Strike tournament right now?
2: Yes. Okay, Sweden is where a Hunter is from, of course.
0: So we're building up. It's pretty low energy right now. it, 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 it,
2: It doesn't, I mean, the other one doesn't rock out very hard either, but this is about as hard as it goes, unfortunately.
1: Oh, this is a missed opportunity for like a guy with a double bass drum pedal uh, no, yeah, exactly. to be it, like absolutely wailing on that shit, you know. I need some guy with like visible snake bite holes, but it's not the actual in them
2: anymore. Tournament. Like the I mean, this is on. one
0: of those like land party cons.
2: Yeah, this, this, this was like music that people that were going to LAN party conventions were listening to, exactly. Mm-hmm. This is real ass music. Yeah. You know, turn right. up Let's the do- bass hunter. Let's move on to our next song. One of my favorites, yeah. uh, Two Times by Ann Lee. This song um, rocks. This is a salvo after the last song. This, I, I, it, there's something very gentle about this song. And also I was glad actually when I realized I was like, oh shit, we didn't put um, "Rhythm is" um, no "Rhythm of the Night" on this episode. But what I learned is that Anne Lee is one of the co-writers of "The Rhythm of the Night." So, le- legend, legendary uh, Italian. I believe I believe Anne Lee is like the Americanization of a. Of her, her mother. Anne. Oh no, actually, no. I'm no, sorry. Wrong. Anne Lee. Anne Lee. Singer. Oh, she's British. Okay, yeah, exactly. But I was going to say, she's she, got a
0: little bit of a twang. There's a little bit of a twang she, to the she, voice. She is
2: British. But, um... Yeah, this is this is just, like, a... Yeah, she, she becomes, like, famous because she has the big hit with um, Rhythm of the Night, which is a, a Italian track. And then this is, like, from her big, sort of, like, solo record. And it is just, like... There's something about it that feels very hamster dance adjacent to me. But, like... Mine like is it's, all of the kind of overcranked humor novelty factor of it. It's like tasteful yeah. hamster dance. Yeah. Job it's got it. the
0: same kind of melody and it's got the little Yeah, It, uh, it makes you
2: want to bop your head like the um, the Hathaway uh, What is Love uh, SNL sketch where they're all in the car and they're all doing the like head bobbing thing. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this song is Remember making a... You want-
1: like, just told me that that was about doing cocaine and I... Had no idea. I've never. And,
2: and yeah, yeah. Now it makes a lot more sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I never put like never thought about it. It's too intimate. Exactly. I just thought they were having fun. See, that's the problem that I've always had with dance music is that like there's this sinister undertone, and I, I'm just a big like I want to have fun. I don't yeah, have to like, do a thought, drug. I thought the
2: past five were because we were all. Yeah. Just... <laughs>
1: I thought I, we, we like, like, it, like, were rubies. on binkies. Yeah. I thought I thought that we were trading little like <laughs> plastic jewelry with each other, like friendship bracelets, and sucking on binkies and wearing like really freeing clothing. Wait, it was just, what like, is
3: the actual fun. purpose of the candy, the bracelets? I and mean, just like there a I mean, and it. that,
2: that there's not I mean No, no. there is not. The, there... the candy thing, I mean it was more. It's, it's all about like trading. It's essentially like yeah. a yeah. social sort of. It's like Deadheads doing the tie dye t shirts. There's not a coded thing. To it.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's nothing to it. It's just like, <laughs> it is like a combo of the.
2: <laughs> I looked up
3: guys sucking binky evilly, and I didn't get any, I didn't get anything exactly online. <laughs> yeah, I, I
0: can't imagine yeah. <laughs> you would.
3: i <laughs> no, um, check the chat. I, I found a great photo.
2: But yeah, the okay. song the song rules. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that man looks high as fucking balls. Um, yeah, he's rolling off oh, that ninety
0: zero. Uh, unfortunately, Nolly.
2: tragically, this is the only one I was not able to find a rock cover of. I did find a, a, a really weird acoustic cover of it though. We should just watch that real quick. Okay. Yeah.
0: Let's um, let, let's see.
2: I have- I have no way to explain this video besides that this is like a young girl and her dad, question mark, and she is on one of those like assisted living like wall-mounted um, chairs that helps people get upstairs, but she's not moving in it, she's just sitting in it, and then the dad joins oh, yeah. her on the stair. I The setup of this video is so confusing to me, but then they just start doing a normal-ish cover of the song, and it's kind of cute, but then also, I don't know, it's-
0: The voice is a little rough. I ain't gonna lie. The voice
2: is a little rough. Sorry, to this <laughs> child. And then the too loud playing of the guitar on the chorus. Anyways,
1: I really this is, love this. This is just kind of like a beautiful slice of humanity, honestly. Like, no, yeah.
2: actually, like very sweet. Yeah, I, I really love this.
1: This is I actually why think this, this song too.
2: of all of the ones seems like it could be translated the best to like an actual rock version. Like, it's just yeah, got yeah. a very like peppy little rhythm to it. Okay, we can move on to Rhythm is a Dancer now.
0: Yeah. Alright. Rhythm is a Dancer up next on the playlist by
2: Snap. This is definitely one of the most that I looked it up, Hadaway What Is Love comes out one year after this song, so definitely uh, ripping ripping this song off. Absolutely.
1: Sure. This was also like very planet of the bass coded. Like as soon as exactly. I heard Planet of the Bass, this reminded me like of Rhythm is a Dancer immediately.
2: I think especially the lyric, Rhythm is a Dancer, is just the most, like, when you, like, it seems so, like, obvious, but then you think about it for even one second and you're like, wait, that is, that's not... That, that sounds that like
3: is, a European talking. Yeah. Oh yes,
1: yeah, so, so Rhythm is a Dancer, yeah? Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> It's uh, like that's that, that, that uh, uh, the, the rhythm. About, um... is, no, it, uh, back in the uh, swamp. The rhythm was a dancer. She was she was an exotic dancer at Jumbo Clown Room. At the, uh, when I would leave the swamp, down to, the swamp water would be too much for me. I go down to the to the strip club and the, oh, rhythm. She was my favorite dancer. This I is how girls would ever boom high XY, you know on King of the am
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just. <laughs> Yeah, in a That's in a perfect world, we got
0: like Cajun dance instead of Euro dance, but I'll take it. And <laughs> there's I'll, gotta I'll be something
1: life. out there. Bayou dance, It's
0: Bayou called dance. Zydeco. <laughs> It's, it's called Zydeco. <laughs> we, Zydeco. we did an episode yeah. <laughs> on it already.
2: <laughs> but yeah, Rhythm is a dancer. Absolute fucking banger. I think this is just like a just like prototypical Euro dance.
1: Did you watch the video for this? I went and like made a, like a YouTube playlist of the Spotify playlist I, just because I, I really needed all like of
2: the music videos for these. I highly needed, recommend.
1: Yeah, the visual element of this stuff is like one of my favorite things, and I love it, like the entire thing. for Rhythm as a dancer is—they're like on a planet. Well, they had the minions in Rhythm as a Dancer. Like oh, it's true. a bunch of it's a bunch of guys in, like. Kind of like the Green Man suit, but they've got their their faces cut out, and they're all wearing like goggles and stuff. Maybe about to launch a rocket to I don't know, like somewhere.
2: Yeah, all, all of the like <laughs> very vague theme, theming of like because this is also this perfect intersection of there's like both the the tail end of there being money in these music videos. So like even though these are all novelty hits, like they're willing to invest in a music video for exactly this one song. And exactly. like the, the Anne Lee music video is really great. I like that's one of my the best ones I watched for sure. That one's like really colorful. It's kind of like if you imagine just like a stereotype of what you imagine Scandinavians to be like just kind of wearing like like quirky outfits that are like very colorful and just kind of going around their very pleasant city, like the Ann Lee video is very much that. Yeah, there's
1: yeah, this, like this, three kinds of videos. Like the, um, sorry, go ahead. Uh, There's, like, the the Europeans going around their city to show you what their city looks like, which is, like, around the world. There's, uh, in the future, we only can dance, and there is no war, which is, like, Rhythm is a Dancer. And then there's, uh, I live in a studio apartment. It's black and white, and, uh, there are, like, two men with, like, big open shirts. One is the rapper, and the other is just like there, and a beautiful woman is singing. But there's like no furniture in the studio apartment; just two microphones. That and yeah. that's it. Like there's nothing. There's no plot. It's just like European people in a room.
3: Yeah, Europeans I, do love to be in rooms.
1: It's a big thing
3: of theirs.
2: <laughs> All right, especially
0: with no AC. You we're know, they're they almost to, sweat.
2: to the, the end of these. Uh, these metal covers. We did get a very good submission from, from Jay, which is the, uh, the, the the acoustic cover we can maybe listen to. But first, let's just... we're almost done. Let's listen to the metal cover of Rhythm as a Dancer.
3: He's got like a oh, laser tag wearing...
2: bodysuit on. Yeah. I, love, I <laughs> yeah. love the set dressing in this one. It's so good. It's like he's in Tron. This is the, the, the 2010s version of the We Live on the Planet Where You Can Only Dance Now music video. Yeah! This This is like that, but for people that listen to Muse and play like Destiny or whatever. He's gamer
3: Kate LeBond.
2: It
1: kind of reminds me there's the the tweet that's like, Scott sounds like uh, a child in the 90s at a pizza party or whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, like uh, getting mozzarella sticks.
2: Getting the mozzarella sticks, and new metal is the sound of your mom taking them away. Right, and.
1: Uh, like, Eurodance is the sound of playing laser tag before you get the mozzarella sticks.
2: There's also, <laughs> I think this song really illustrates the connection between Europeans trying to sing like Americans in the hair metal era, and then Europeans trying to sing like Americans in Eurodance, you know?
1: Yeah, I respect that my man went with the Children of Bodom guitar for this shit. Like you know, I love
2: that the keytar
1: guy. The keytar guy rocks. I like all the IKEA lights. It's
2: great. This is just really yeah.
1: like big time Lapland
0: excellence.
2: All right, Maddie, hit play on that next one. Let's watch the Butt Rock cover. Oh this yeah, is, this is really great. All right, folks, Dave Lance here.
0: Uh, I'm going oh my god, it. yeah, uh, the Butt Rock beanie, the the the, the, listen, the listen. sleeveless leather vest.
2: Which is a while ago now. This is the, an American Butt Rock. This is Okay. Bono, I can't, okay. This I is a Bono ass motherfucker.
0: Um, I was gonna say yeah, there is a music. porno video where the oh, okay. the guy in the porno looks just like this uh, guy with like with the leather huh? sleeveless um, I'm kind of suit. Moment, I don't saying this guy looks like a porno <laughs> star. Maddie, sorry, hold on,
2: Matty, can you pause the video real quick? Maddie Yeah. Hit that music. Oh yeah. Uh, he, I he mean, I just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Let's let, let listen to him sing Yeah. No excuses.
0: Oh, I'll. Uh, I'll uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> no. Again, I, it just, I just can't. I can't. I can't say. Any, I don't want to say anymore. <laughs> but that's just where my brain went. Oh, it sounds like acoustic Monskin. Ugh.
2: This is Bono voice. A hundred. Yeah, is No chance. European butt rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh, but it
0: is Milky Chance. Holy shit.
1: It's that band Elbow. Uh, I don't know if anybody remembers them. They were... I don't know, man. Like... It's been... I don't know who decided, like, yeah, let me
2: butt-rock that one. Like, I, yeah. I, I do love... It. It's, it's inspired, for sure. Yeah. All right, let's listen to one of the greatest songs of all time. Uh, we've had enough of this. Let's 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 bring out the big guns. This is, I think, we're as, as I was saying before, very formative. Play this for me. This is like up there with a uh, blue Body B. But instead of it being, oh, I think I like electronic music. This is like the earliest song I heard that I was like, I think I'm a woman. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> <laughs> like definitely, or just like. I did not have that, that level of clarity at the time, or else things would have played out differently, but it was more like, I'm not having a boy reaction to the song. Whatever that means, I'm not reacting to this the sort of way the other, air quotes, straight boys are. Um, you weren't fist bumping <laughs> to it. <laughs> yeah. No, yes. I, I talked earlier about the European in my blood being awakened that this is the moment that the f- inside of me was friendly. White boys don't play the cascada like <laughs> um, that. This is this is straight up like <laughs> yeah. I I said one one of the best songs of all time. This is in my like all time favorite songs. Eleven out of ten songs. Like I genuinely think this is like a perfect song. I think it's like pure catharsis. It's just so good. Yeah, this oh, yeah. is great.
0: This this is this is again. I again I also heard this in my youth. Foundational track. Foundation. It's become like
2: a stadium song. Like it just became like. This is the one of these, more than any other, that just crossed the threshold all the way from novelty hit and turned into, like, song that is a part of the American songbook. Like, people sing this in the way that they sing, like, Sweet Caroline, and, like, it translates very well to, like, marching band performances, as many of these songs do, etc. Like, this is just a song that, like, everyone knows. Also, going back to this, the Planet of the based lyrics, your arms are my castle, the heart is the sky, all that shit yeah I was li- I was listening to this knowing I was not having a straight boy reaction to this that's for sure um but banger banger video cascada just just what a what a lady I know very little about her but what a lady
1: German I guess I don't know'm I'm, I'm looking her up right now
3: yeah that's what my like European rankings was gonna surprisingly end in I didn't think I was gonna get there but like Germany kind of put some hits on this episode.
2: I think Italy... I think Italy is highs and lows, right? Yeah. Italy, Italy, you got some of the worst cheese, but you've also got, like, Giorgio Miroder, you know? Like, we we, we, we do our part. Italo Disco is a a crucial, like, Part of the formulation of this kind of music. I think, I think, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we can't We can't really rank the countries here because if of I was all doing these, like I a play better and worse songs from each one of these countries, right? Like,
1: yeah, if I were to do like a tier list of all the European countries just based just in on really everything, just in yeah, general. I would probably put Germany like B or C, and like you could convince me on B because of their contributions to the Eurodance canon. Uh, I think Sweden did a really good job here. You know,
2: that's like... Sweden, I mean, that's the thing. Like Sweden's contributions to pop music in general. Like it, of I course. I think this, I it, mean, this they is did. really the era where that starts. Like, like them uh, pumping out a lot of this this stuff. But yeah.
1: Um, do you remember teens, which was people trying to, like, do ABBA songs, but it was teenagers singing them? And no. it was like Eurodance versions of ABBA songs?
2: No, but that that sounds fun. a I remember,
1: yeah, A-teens, because they didn't want to get sued. I looked this up. They were originally ABBA teens, and then they were like, well, we can't be sued, so we have that to call rules. them the A-teens. Uh, it's just like Eurodance version of ABBA songs, and it kind of rocks. Like, I'm
2: yeah. really with it. That 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 rules, actually. I'm going to listen to this later. Yeah, but, yeah. That was my... Every time we touch Cascade, uh... She I feel like Cascada is just like she has like the cult icon status, but I feel like she came just a little before Poptimism. Like, if if Cascada had come around even like five years later, she would have gotten like a Robin-esque treatment where I think there'd be more of a like this is like like Pitchfork yeah. would be writing like reviews. Like, I think the way that like people now take Kesha more musically seriously. Like they're neat. I mean, I think, I think part of the problem is just that like, she does have other hits like evacuate the dance floor is a good song, but like evacuate the dance floor is way more, uh, pink coated, you know, not mm-hmm. the color of the artist. Um, uh, whereas every time we touch is like this magic, just like combination of it being totally overproduced and cheesy, but also like, so fucking soulful. Like you really do feel it. Like it is it is the one of these where the melodrama is like the most actualized, I think. And there's just yeah. something I, I think she had a hard time translating it into a non-novelty career, even though that song is so huge because it's just like it's kinda hard to make anything in that song shadow that with that, that like lives up to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I really love her cover of What Hurts the Most by Rascal Flat. Oh my god, I didn't know that existed. I oh, was yeah, listening to that afterwards.
1: it's this. so good. Like it's I mean, it's a eurodance out version of what hurts the most. It's
2: like I mean and it yeah, just, a it, lot of these artists but, do lean into like, covers very quickly. Like there are a lot yeah. of Captain Jack covers. I'm seeing here on this same Cascade album that she covered, like Skater Boy and Perfect Day. And and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You, you could just you could just push. The, and and I think that is a lot of. I mean, this a lot of this stuff was produced in a fact, like it was intended to be disposable, right? Like all of this is kind of self actualizing, yeah. I mean, but it,
1: it's kind of disposable. But it's also kind of like a, you wanted of like a reason to spin a certain song in the club, and oh, there's sorry. no reason to do it except for like, oh, we've got this like dance version of it uh instead of now where i think people are just a little bit more willing to like kind of throw caution to the wind and play something stupid um if they want to but i don't know man you get that fucking you get uh, listen back when i drank if you hit me with that what hurts the most cover at like twelve forty five, and i've got like a good buzz going i might get a tear out like that's a that is a track
2: but yeah, do we have any kind of closing thoughts on, on, on the episode or on Cascada and in, anything any in general?
3: It's a classic. I love uh, everyone overseas. Uh, Shoutouts to the euros. Uh, I hope I didn't say anything too hard on you.
2: I mean, um, Max, I, when you were coming in grumpier, I was going to give you a permission a permission slip to do racism against the Europeans. Like, I <laughs> I, 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 I was not. Um, I'm not, I'm not precious about. Look, you, you I'll can, keep that card in my back pocket. You you can you can it's a me Mario me all you want. I take I take no offense. But uh, let, let let's. Finish it off here with a fella named Vincent Moretto and, and listen to a metal, metal cover. Of it. There are, as you might imagine, like an entire industry of covers of this song specifically. This is like one of the most covered songs in YouTube history, I imagine. Jonathan Young, who gave us the uh, Blue Bada B cover earlier, he did a, a, a pop punk cover of this song. You know
0: how dictators in the Middle East oh, would have, yeah. like, body doubles, you know, yeah. in case, you know, for, yeah. like, assassins? This guy looks like a body double for, like, Andrew Tate, or, like, he could be a, a Andrew yeah. Tate body double um, in case Scott, he were to get assassinated the, by the Hungarian the, uh, government.
2: I am just going through right now. There's a Scotchew Network cover of this song. There of course. Are, there are just so many versions. Uh, there's, like, a rock cover, one that has a very, like, um, height uh, beast coded guy that's really terrible. Um, mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of these that are, I, I, I watched several of them. I sat on this one because I wanted to keep the uh, the metal theme going and this guy was also yeah.
1: I love that he's got the like headstockless
2: guitar. Very, oh, yeah, a lot, a lot of the guys gods. that do the Eurodance covers do have uh, the headstock guitars, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're like I mean, it's just, it's like the tech guy version of guitars. I don't know, there's no, totally something about, like, uh, all of these guys will, I mean, I guess part of it is like, oh, the, uh, the like, visual aspect of this has to be as cranked up as the actual music is, if not more. So they yeah, buy, like, the most with, like, visually...
2: Editing culture, yeah, right? you like, have to, little... like, have
1: the most visually interesting looking... Instrument, not just like a regular guitar, but also like I don't know. It's just no. very.
2: It, it also just fits in with the overall aesthetic of like YouTuber, um, yeah. content. You know where it's like everything He's got the gamer is like everything everywhere. is all yeah very yeah, gamer chair, digital uh, interface stuff. So it makes sense having this like.
0: Oh, oh yeah! Isn't, isn't this, this so is, right?
2: I was kind of on the like, fence
3: before, but this guy's fucking sick.
2: <laughs> uh, I I really appreciate these metal covers because, like, how would I know that this is real music without hearing a guitar, bass, and drums? You know, like, <laughs> I, I needed to be shown what real music is by these these rockin' gentlemen, and they helped me out. And we appreciate one of the first
3: patrons, he got a little
2: yeah. tied up. a yeah. little uh, king. Oh, I didn't even realize this. This was a galaxy printed headstock guitar. and he hit the orange <laughs> justice. Let's go. <laughs> All, right. All that, right, this has been Scat fun. Scatman
3: John yeah. never got to hit the Gwitty and that's. I, I, so I just
1: gotta say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta say for Eurodance. I can like Euro Scatman John in Fortnite, and that's <laughs> fucked
0: up. Oh my god, I just gotta say with Eurodance, uh, I. I You know, I I was like, you know, I'm going to throw this on the office, you know, it's going to prepare for the episode, you know, and uh, I was having a great time listening to this place in the office. Literally, people were sending me songs to queue up other Eurodance songs because they were so happy to hear Eurodance. Like, this is a genre that definitely got critically, like, I think in the sort of a a backlash in the 2000s after it's heyday, people like, oh, this music actually sucked and I feel like now it has definitely gotten a reevaluation in sort of the post hyperpop pop world for how it influenced that genre and really just like, Oh, pop music is just like not fun nowadays. And it's that, nice to be reminded it, yeah. that pop music can be fun and,
2: and good. And like, and like Max said, it's also the effect of these songs all play completely differently. If you were like, a fully grown adult who had to encounter these songs on a semi-regular basis in social situations, I am sure you are way less amused by them or nostalgic about them, right? Like, I think part of it is that kind of, like, like Max was saying earlier, it's like, yeah, these songs have very limited shelf lives, and so it's understandable why people got sick of them, but then, like, Mm -hmm. they, they are just this pure burst of serotonin that if you haven't had it in a while, it can be especially effective. Maddie, I want to send us out with this. I just posted a video in here. This is a, t- a video titled Epic Solo by John Scatman. We're going to have John send us out here. Yeah.
3: <laughs> he looks like, uh, he sings uh, like Ron Jeremy.
0: Thing. Rest in peace, <laughs> Gabby <and> John. <laughs> Rest in hard, peace.
2: The hard cut to the RIP. I'm sorry. RIP genuinely.
0: Zero, like, the top comment, 0% auto tune, 100% skill. So true. And 100% reason to remember the name r.i.p. skyman john, john euro dance forever we'll see you all next week for the for the podcast god what the fuck are we doing next week uh i gotta i gotta check. A good question okay so next week is is going to be a bonus episode so will be so uh it's gonna be oh, it's wow. called punks forever which is a, a grant creation uh oh what what is this that i'm man. actually really scared to figure out what i'm trying to remember what this is Oh no! Oh no! Oh! No. This oh. is—I know way too many
1: of these <laughs> songs. <laughs> oh, I, I, I,
2: uh, something we talked about right before this episode is on that playlist. Uh, if you oh, the but then after that, then after that, we get right back to the cheese and the gay shit. Of course, it, we're doing Ma- the long-awaited Madonna episode. Very yes. excited for that. Very excited. That's exciting. gonna be
0: huge. Yes. So hopefully you all enjoyed this episode. So uh, for our Patreon supporters, uh, again, if you want to uh, listen to our bonus episodes, $5 a month on Patreon.com slash Podcast. Get a bonus episode every month. And also you get all episodes 48 hours early if you support us on any tier on Patreon. So hey, it's a good deal. Go for it. Uh, but if you are not a Patreon supporter, which you should be, but if not, uh, we'll see you all in two weeks for the Madonna roulette. So thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, Louie. Yeah? Is that you? Yes, yes. Oh, I'm Scatman John. Would you like to sing a song, man? Well,
4: sure, good.
0: One, two, two,
3: three, three, four. four.
0: Head down south to the land of the man with the message His name was Satch and he played on the match Every time he played the horn in the.